Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Sports Original, on the go, wherever you go. Just download the Odyssey app. You're listening to Jones and Mako on WEEI. Jones and Mako with Arcan, WEEI. You can watch the show anytime via our live streams on Twitch. Find WEEI at twitch.tv or youtube.com and join in the conversation in the chats there. Very active. I forget. Is that where we got our Megsplaining suggestion? That was from the Twitch chat? No, that chat? was a DM. Oh, that was a DM. I'm sorry. You did say that earlier today, but you could you could throw them in on the Twitch chat too. Sure. Fire. I probably won't see it in the Twitch chat just because it's very active and I don't really see very much Ar- of it. Arkan, you can flag it back there, right? You can yeah, flag, you can flag can any it. any you know foot requests and things like that. Uh, There's also, Twitch DMs too. It's oh. called, uh, they're called like whispers. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, you can whisper oh, in the chat. It's not <laughs> Also, if you missed anything, I check out with our WEI YouTube channel. <laughs> Let me see those toes. And catch up on our exclusive interviews and top moments from each and every week. Or you can whisper your questions to uh, Megan what you wish for. So the last three years, I, I just I do feel the need to do this. And you guys know not just how evil I am, but like how quickly evil I am. If you saw on the Slack channel today, like I was breaking down the numbers early, like within 15 minutes after Brady <laughs> retiring. I moved right past it, and I'm like, okay, let me let me go back and really size up how the last three years went, just so everybody is reminded of how the last three years have gone, if there's any Belichick people still out there over Brady. Uh, Tom Brady, the last three years outside of New England, 32-18 and 18 in the regular season, 640 winning percentage. He had three playoff appearances in three years. He won the division this year, although it was a bad season, admittedly, and he was lucky to make the playoffs. Uh, five and two in the postseason. He won four of those playoff games in year one when he won a Super Bowl in year one with the Bucks. I don't know if you guys remember what Super Bowls were like here. Uh, Bill Belichick, meanwhile, in three years, 25 and 25, 500. And if you throw in his one playoff appearance and loss, where he got smoked 47 17, I think, off the top of my head, uh, he's 25 and 26, but 0 and 1 in the playoffs. Not even close. I mean, not even close. 
And I know you all already knew that. I'm not telling you anything you didn't already know or providing any new information. It's just a reminder that going into year four without Tom Brady, the Patriots are still building, rebuilding, retooling on the fly, however you want to put it, and they still may or may not have a quarterback. They're on their third offensive coordinator. They're on at least their second quarterback, depending on how you feel about Stidham, as we discussed earlier. They still haven't really picked a direction or found a lane or have an answer. You still don't know what they are. They're wandering around in the wilderness four years into the Brady rebuild. And even the most negative of the most negative people out there, like me, I didn't think in year four they'd still be in this spot. I did not. I thought by year four they'd have some momentum, and they don't. It's the polar opposite. And here's how I feel about the post-Brady era, is that 2020, you could take that as a wash. I really do think that. A great, great historical organization, pre-Brady, pre-Belichick, like that had better things in place before. I'm thinking of places like Green Bay or Pittsburgh. They probably wouldn't have suffered as terribly as they did in 2020 with the Cam Newton year. And a lot of that has to do with what Bill set them up for in those final years with Brady in terms of how bad the draft went for them at Bill's hands. But this past season is just inexcusable. This past season that you didn't take another step forward if in the rebuild is inexcusable because it could have been that Mac regressed on his own and you could have pointed at that as, well, Bill didn't get the right guy. And maybe you feel that way, but I feel very much that it was because of who Bill Belichick put in charge and how that offense just staggered and stuttered through everything. And it was because Bill decided that he wanted to take West Coast offense schemes and throw them in with people who had never installed or coached them before. Well, they never and coached any, those, anything yeah, on exactly. offense. Never mind that but scheme, then yeah. not only, okay, you're going to coach the offense that we've run here for 23 years – that I understand, it's we're also going to put in entirely new pieces to this offense. So all that said, this past season, I think, is the one that's inexcusable. What happened in the immediate aftermath is bad, and it's bad because of Bill Belichick, because of Bill Belichick, the GM, and the that that roster was absolutely Swiss cheese, and then you had to go into free agency and spend so much on pretty average to above-average players and not elite players because you had to fill out the roster that you couldn't fill out through drafting. But this past season is the one that was, to me, the true disappointment. Arkan? Yeah, I'd say that the big failure of Belichick, more so than pushing Brady out the door when he did, was that when he had Tom Brady here at the end, you remember Brady was the most miserable 8-0 quarterback in the history of the league, and the roster wasn't that good, and they made it to the playoffs, but they lost at home on Wild Card Weekend. That was with Brady. And that was a tough environment for him, and that was he was gone after that, and I don't think he felt that badly about leaving. It's all these years later, Brady has another ring, and he was an MVP runner-up, and he sort of proved himself, and all that's fine. But Bill Belichick here created an environment this past season with those two coaches for Mac Jones that was probably worse than Brady in 2019. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that, That's the common problem. Well, and that's something that it, they couldn't even make the playoffs with those coaches. And, and that's, I mean, that to me is inexcusable. And I'm sorry to interrupt, but now, now that you're saying it, this is jumping into my head, and I think he typically skates when we get to this debate because, well, it's fun to talk about Brady versus Bill and how Bill has gotten whooped by Brady and he has gotten whooped by Brady. But, like, Robert Kraft should not skate in this debate. He shouldn't. Fair. Because he backed the wrong guy. 
You know, I, I've said this many, many times over many years. The worst decision John Henry ever made was choosing Larry Lucchino over Theo Epstein. Like that power struggle, you backed the wrong guy. You stuck with the wrong guy. You made a mistake. And I, I still think that's a hard one to come back from. I know the Red Sox, in their defense, have won championships since. The Patriots haven't. That's a hard one to come back from. And they've still been rolling through different GMs and trying different things out, and you could have had Theo here as opposed to a few more years of Lucchino. Why'd you do that? I think Robert Kraft did the exact same thing. If you backed Brady over Belichick, the Patriots would be in such a better spot. Would they have won a title? I don't know. But they wouldn't have been missing the playoffs. They wouldn't have been under 500. They wouldn't be, I don't think, doing what they've been doing on offense this year. I think the Patriots would be in a way better spot if Tom Brady were here. I'm not guaranteeing a championship, but I think they'd be in a way better spot if Brady were here, and I do think that's, I mean, obviously, I don't think this is an earth-shattering statement. That's obviously something that Robert Kraft made a mistake on. I mean, he he blew that decision. If you're going to play this game, though, is that a decision that Robert Kraft makes after the Philly Super Bowl? In, uh, well, you know, well, he, going into that 2019 season? When, made, when do you make that decision of... Well, because I think that goes into effect of how, what shambles you're in here when Belichick is gone and Brady is here and he's still stuck with a roster that's Swiss cheese. And who comes in and takes that over and is able to quickly make up for well, let me ask the you. bad drafting? Let me ask you, because I, I, I see a lot of people saying this today, like Patriots fans laughing at the Bucks, like, oh, ha-ha, what are you going to do now that Brady retired? Like, you got a giant cap hit and you're screwed and your team's falling apart and ha-ha-ha-ha, don't you feel stupid? Like, no, I think Bucks fans would have traded that Super Bowl championship for some down years, maybe even five, six, seven, eight down years. Doesn't mean that should be acceptable. If I were doing talk radio in Tampa, I'd rip them for falling on hard times. But I think a fan would sign off on that. And I guess that would be my answer. Like, if you're the Patriots now, would it have been worth sticking with Brady for another three, four, five years? Who knows how long you would have stuck it out here? Maybe it would have only been three years like in Tampa. If it meant that the wheels would fall off and it would drop off a cliff at the end? Yeah. And Kraft did save things a number of times. He stepped in and prevented Bill from trading Gronk, which is another reason why I don't give Bill credit for the Super Bowl against the Rams. Like, Bill wanted to trade Gronk before that year. Gronk made the biggest play in that Super Bowl. It was horrible. So Robert stepped in and prevented him from trading Gronk. He stepped in and prevented Brady from leaving after the Eagles Super Bowl. He had done it before. He needed to do it again, would be my answer. He needed to do it again. You know, where is it? Where is he drawing the line in the sand and saying, you're right, Tom. It's time for well, him to go. But he never, I but value he ne- you. He never really drew a line in the sand. No, he, he was Pontius Pilate with the whole thing. He, exactly. He just kept it together. But when he actually had to make a decision, he backed the wrong guy. And he, he when it when the two guys couldn't work together anymore, Brady and Belichick, he should have backed Brady. That's all I'm saying. For years, he always made it work. They always stuck together. So there was no real decision there, right? It was just keeping them together. And then letting, but by making no decision, you lead one party to make the decision when they have the out to do so and we even see reports we saw reports about that belichick was maybe kicking the tires on going and coaching some other places as well if you believe that we don't know bill's contract situation either so we don't like timing oftentimes plays a big role in these things as we all know (laughs) with uh, contracts and such it does but like uh, you know we don't know when bill's contract was ever up you know we don't know when it was ever up so we don't know if that overlapped with brady or if there was a opportunity where they could have moved on from bill and kept brady they didn't want to fire bill i'd imagine but if his contract was up and they could sort of move on 
on, maybe the timing never worked well, out. Well, that whatever. They should have fired him. To keep Brady, they should have fired in him. In 2017? Yeah. Whenever. If the choice was, I mean, in retrospect, and this is, I mean, I would have felt this way then, but in retrospect, yes, of course, with the benefit of hindsight, of course they should have fired Belichick to keep Brady. Duh. One's good without the other. The other's stunk since Brady left. So I, I don't even think that's a debate. Easy to say now. No, it is easy to say yeah. now. It would have been a hard decision then. He made the wrong decision. Right. That's what I'm telling you. 617-779-7937. Robert should not skate today. And that that occurred to me late, but he should not skate today. Uh, Jay is in North Carolina. Go ahead, Jay. Hey, guys. How you doing? Yeah. Hey, Jay. Hey, look, um, I, I'm a Brady fan, and I wish he had retired when he when he won the Super Bowl with the Bucks and go out like Muhammad Ali, go out on top. But, you know, like Patrick Mahomes, as, as nimble as they come, and he got injured. So maybe reality is set in and uh, the uh, – yeah, we'll, we'll let you go um, on that. I, I I understand. So, look, do you agree that Brady should have retired when he won? He should have gone out on top after winning the Super Bowl? After Tampa? Yes. I think it would have been a better ending. And I don't I don't want to cast any speculation on his personal life. <laughs> maybe things would have ended differently well, there. Fair. Yeah. You know, I, I maybe that's the healthier. Thinking from a mental health perspective, an emotional perspective, look, you don't want him to retire at 45. So I think you want him to, you know... Uh, no, I, I, was, I was just going to say, I don't want to be inconsistent. I wanted him to come back after and that Super Bowl. I wanted him to win again. Jones, I thought he could have won again. Do you really want to see, like, awful Tom Brady? No. Do you but really want to see noodle arm Tom Brady? Do you think, you think you he'd be see... awful in noodle arm next year? No, but do you want to see him, like, would you feel better seeing him win the way that Peyton Manning won his last Super Bowl? If he wins, yes. Where he wins with a... In if he an, wins? an incredible defense, yeah. and then he hangs it up. And I don't, I don't detract. I don't detract from that Manning Super Bowl like a lot of people do. He won. He beat the crap out of the Patriots in that AFC title game in the first half of it. Now by the second half, his brain didn't uh, outsmart the Patriots, and his arm couldn't keep up. Fine, but I don't shortchange Manning I feel like for that that's Super Bowl. Your ideal outcome for Brady, like, oh, he left it all on the field, yeah. and he had his defense won, but if he Brady, got another Super Bowl. If Brady looked like Manning last year, I'd say, hang him up. Brady doesn't look like that. No, he doesn't. I'm just saying, I feel like I've found your ideal ending for Brady's yes. career. He can barely throw and he still wins. Exactly. He just needs to find a great defense. Yes, it's just going to be hard to find that team is all. You know, you have to find that right team. Unless Brady could go to the Jets. He, he could go to, to Vegas. The Jets. the Jets, I mean, he's not winning a Super Bowl with the Jets. He's not winning in I Vegas. Don't, I don't, he's not winning in on, Tennessee. Hang on, hang on. I, I don't, don't think he's winning in any of those places. I don't rule out he could win with the Jets. I 100% do. We haven't talked do. about him going, if he went to the Jets yeah, and it's, it's obviously hypothetical because he's quote unquote retired. But flip he, double birds he to Belichick. He can win with the Jets. Win a Super Bowl with yes. the Jets? I don't think he's beaten Buffalo with the Jets. That roster's stacked. It's okay. I mean, it's a good roster. It's better than the Patriots. That but Jets, I don't think it's good enough. That to win a Super Jets Bowl. roster is a quarterback away. I don't. If think they got so. Rodgers, they can win. If they got Brady, they could win. I think. I don't think they're that good. You're not winning with Zach just, Wilson. I know but that. I, 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 this is the first time we've talked about this scenario, and I'm intrigued by it by the hypothetical. It'd be great drama for us if Brady was a Jet. It'd look oh, that's pretty what I gross, want. though. I, I, I would have been cool with him with the 49ers. I wanted him in the division. It would have been great if he was in the division. Jets uh, have a bad old line, too. We'll go out and sign an offensive lineman or two. It's not, it's Tom not like Brady has overcome you know, a bad old line many, yeah. many times it's in not his like career. They've overcome it this year. It's not like you only get the one move. It's not like you just add Tom Brady and they can't make other moves. The offensive linemen would follow him there. Skill position players would follow him there. Guys on defense would follow him there, just like they did with Tampa. It's not He's just a you. Pied you piper yeah, you don't just world. get one move. You, they can make other moves. Antonio Brown comes out of retirement himself. <laughs> 
He's no, 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 dead. Antonio, you stay. You, you so stay they, where you are. If Thank they got you. Antonio no, 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 Brown, would that put it over the top, Arcan? I think we can all <laughs> agree. Yes. Tim is in Hanover. Go ahead, Tim. Hey, guys. Christian and Mego. Remember I said Brady was retiring this year. The thing is here, you, you know it. what solidified me? It doesn't look like they remember Tim. But... Reti- oh, all right, anyways, I did. And the thing is, I said about Brady, when he was on that, when, after that very last game he played for Tampa, no, I haven't even heard anyone talk about it. But when he, mm. he started out and he started saying all the things, thanking everybody, which he didn't do the first time he retired. Yeah, no, that was definitely talked about. I don't know if you guys specifically talked about it or not, but when Brady... He was thanking the press. When, correct. That was 1,000% talked about. Now, I interpreted that. I, maybe I interpreted it wrong if Brady's really retiring. I just interpreted that as it was a goodbye to Tampa. I didn't think it was a goodbye to his playing See, days. I thought it was a goodbye to the Bucks. I agree. I remember, though, some smarter than me saying this is him being very gracious towards the media because he's about to go be media. And I was like, eh, maybe, but probably I think he's going to keep playing football. At least today, I am wrong. Arcan, did you, do you remember Tim saying Oh, yeah, us I remember every word of that call, that? and I thought at the time, what a, what a brilliant guy. I'm just happy that's what he ultimately said, and it wasn't just... <laughs> It wasn't just uh, complimenting you two. I thought he was just saying hi, Mego. Hi, Arkan. He was just boxing. Me Love you guys. I, Hate you, Jones. Yeah, correct. I was about to get. Uh, I was about to get very defensive there. But he just said, "Do you remember when I called I you and predicted this?" Have learned that you you're very sensitive to negative feedback. Yes. So when people are unkind to you, I I worry about that for you in this line of work. It's true. I have very thin skin. That's Can true. we quickly just talk about how Tom Brady's retirement announcement last year sucked, and this one may have sucked worse from just an aesthetic standpoint? Ooh, aesthetics? Like, it was a bad announcement. This is Tom Brady. He's the most accomplished player of all time, and he's sitting there with his phone sitting on a sand dune in Tampa somewhere. Like, you know, like the last time it was just an Instagram post. How about a press conference? How about something a little more official? I thought, How about these not lame little, you know? Like, I thought I just, he has like, a production company. Yeah, right, exactly. Like, this is low budget for him. Well, look, like. maybe it's still low budget for him, but this is so much better than the last one. Is it yes. so much better? Good morning, guys. The last one blubbering he, on the beach for forty five seconds. He got scooped know. on his own announcement the last time. That's true. I mean, that was that was you couldn't handle it worse than he handled it last time. And then you know he learned from all of his. He, he was all bitchy on Instagram, not thanking uh, the Patriots, not thanking Bill Belichick, not thanking the the Crafts. If I remember correct, I'm trying to remember everybody he didn't thank. Maybe I don't have that 100 percent right. Oh, and then he is. He, I don't know if he's doing this because I haven't looked on Instagram. He, like, retweeted whatever. He shared everybody else's nice stories about him. Like, it was, you know, like he was a 22-year-old girl and it was his birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, think, I think he handled this much better, to be honest. Now, the, the video, I still think, you know, the lip quivering was a little much. The crying was a little much. Or, or, or on the, the, the precipice of crying was a little much. But, no, this is much better than the last one. I guess that doesn't make it good, though, to your point, Arkan. Just, yeah, be, just being, be, being better than one of the worst uh, sign-offs and farewells, I, 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 just better than that doesn't mean it's good. Yeah, I don't know. just sort of seemed like a weird little, hey, I'm just going to go on the beach, tape myself. <laughs> I don't know. Like, And it wasn't even today. Like, all of it all of it just sort of screamed something you would do if you weren't Tom Brady. You know, like that's the, Tom, Tom Brady, I feel like, needs to have a bigger announcement for something like this. Press and, conference uh, would be awkward, though. Maybe not a press conference then. Maybe just a better video. Maybe a better video. It's him sitting video. alone in a dark room. Well, Spotlight turns on on gonna, him. He we're going to get him on, highlights hey would have been better than that. <laughs> we're going to get him on Fox. We'll get him there. That'll be that'll basically be his farewell press conference. Those will be softball questions, I'm sure, but we'll get him there. Uh, 617-779-7937. We'll wrap things up next. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. 
And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.